podcasting from a sex writing cave from somewhere in the middle of the internet. This is The Smut Lancer, a weekly podcast where we discuss creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. The Smut Lancer podcast is hosted by me, Kayla Lords, and Molly Moore. We're two sex bloggers who have more ideas than time in the day. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced weekly, except during those times when we finally admit we need a break. Show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. When you're ready to take your smut lancing career to a new level, join the Smut Lancers community on Patreon. For as little as $5 per month, you can ask questions, get answers, and interact with an entire community of other people who do what you do and want to get paid to do it too. Head to patreon.com slash the smut lancers to learn more. Hey everybody, Kayla Lords here with the Smut Lancers podcast. Back again for the week that I have to do on my lonesome without Molly. It's always sad. I don't know if it's sad for you. It's sad for me. I like chatting with Molly. I think I uh, have better conversations with Molly than with just myself. But I am glad that you and I can be here together this week talking about stuff. And believe me, I'm going to share thoughts. When have I, when have I not, right? Um, Before we get into this week's topic, I just want to say that the only reason you did not hear Molly or myself um, say anything about the current state of the world in the last two episodes is because we batch record early. Um, And so as we were recording, I don't think things had really started to unfold in the way that they have. Uh, For time travelers, we're talking about late May, early June 2020 and the Black Lives Matter protests and the protests against racism in general, but specifically police brutality. Uh, Both Molly and I absolutely support Black Lives Matter and the movement. We believe, yes, Black lives do indeed matter. Um, We may talk more about this um, when we're together again and recording again, but I did want to take a moment to uh, acknowledge the movement to say that um, we absolutely support it. In the show notes of this episode, I will link to where I donated um, in early June. It uh, was a link that I was found or saw online through Crooked Media, which is a podcast network, a media company that I like and respect. And it allowed me to make one donation that was then um, filtered through to multiple organizations. So I didn't have to try and choose because that's that's where I got stuck. I was like, well, which one do I pick? This one was at the time it was 11 organizations. Um, If you do not have the money to donate, Um, I will also link to a resource page that has been linked to many, many times. You have likely seen it. Um, That is where you can get more information if you're still educating yourself on the uh, issues that black people face, not just in America, but throughout the world. Um, Also petitions that you can sign to help people and parts of the movement um, and all kinds of other resources. So um, I can say that um, we always considered ourselves an inclusive space, but if we did not model that or show that, then how would anybody know? Um, I am working on some things with some other smut lancers to start making that clearer um, and to make sure that all smut lancers of All races, all sexualities, all genders, across the entire spectrum of humanity, as long as you're not a bigoted, prejudiced asshole, to know that, let you know that you are welcome here and this is a space for you. So um, I did want to take that moment, acknowledge movement. Yes, we both support 
the movement and Black Lives Matter and Black people. And um, we still have plenty to learn. We are educating ourselves. We do want to use our platforms for good. Um, And there we go. Um, And now I'm going to get into this week's topic, which I think is part of a change I may start making for my solo episode. So I really, really enjoy the conversations that Molly and I get into. We started that part of the podcast um, because we were having really interesting conversations and we kept saying, gosh, we should really record these. Like this might actually help other people. Um, So I don't see those changing at all. Uh, Molly gets to do what feels right for Molly on her solo episodes. Um, If she ever makes a change, I'm sure she'll let you know. I am thinking that I want to sort of spend my solo time with you, y'all, kind of taking you on my journey. I know that I maybe do things differently because I'm doing different things. I'm not just blogging or I'm not just doing this or that. I'm doing several things. Um, And I have, I'm at a very specific stage in my career. At this point, I don't know what that stage is called other than confused as fuck. Um, So if this topic goes over well, if people feel like they enjoy this or get something out of it, or it's interesting or whatever, you know, feel free to reach out. You can always reach me on all the socials. Um, My DMs are open. People slide into those all the time. Um, And also you can always, always email me or contact me through the Smutlancer website, which is just thesmutlancer.com with your feedback. That's, that's fine. Um, So this week's topic is not five tips you can do now. It is an experience I just had and a lesson I just learned. And I think there's something for everybody to remember in this, even if you're not at this stage or this isn't where your career goes or where you want it to go. That that's what I'm hoping for. So, um, my last solo episode last month was really a a therapy session for me, I think, because I was very jumbled and I was talking about stopping things. And then the next episode you would have heard was Molly and myself actually talking through that in a, a, I think in a more helpful way to everybody else. Um, and part, so you probably know part of it, which is that, uh, I was running a blogging, we call them memes, but it's a link up blogging meme called masturbation Monday. It hit 300 weeks. I went, I need to take a pause. I need to take a break. And I was very jumbled from that because part of my identity as a creator is a sex blogger who runs this community event. And I also, Uh, was well aware that people were going to be disappointed um, or nobody was angry or upset in a, you know, woe is me tearful way, but you know, there was disappointment and I have serious issues with disappointing people that I care about. I should really talk to my therapist about that because it's like deep seated issues. So I struggle with things like that. I struggle with doing what's right for me because I don't want to disappoint the people I care about. Um, And I, don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but when you hit burnout like I have done, eh, then that's clearly not a good thing. So we've talked about Masturbation Monday ending and that was, that felt like the right decision. I said that before, I'll say it again. When you get that sense of relief that you've decided that's what you're gonna do, that is a massive sign, at least in my mind. At the same time, I was having this uh, conversation debate whatever, about ending working with a client. And that's what we're really talking about this week. Because I went through a lot of the same 
stuff that one we've talked about in past episodes and that is similar to masturbation monday you know it's it's part of my identity that i do this thing um i didn't hate the work i just needed to reprioritize i was afraid of disappointing the client who um i had kind of felt we we were definitely a a client freelancer professional relationship but that you know maybe we were bordering on friendly and you know i didn't want to disappoint that person so i wrestled with that decision and i'm also aware that you know there are people in the middle of a freaking pandemic who are like i'll take any client i could get i would never turn one away or you know disengage with a client and tell them okay no i can't call it a firing because it wasn't a i hate this situation go the hell away it was a removing myself the i no longer available to do this work kind of thing and i did wrestle with it and i uh talked to my partner and husband john brownstone about it a lot i had his total support and blessing we certainly crunched numbers we looked at it from as many angles as we could I knew it was the right decision. I didn't even, I didn't really even feel sad about the decision because it was definitely the right decision. Um, so the, here's the next part to that. And I think everybody would, would handle this differently because it's based on the working relationship you have with a client uh, or whoever it is. And I think it's also your personality and how you deal with actual conflict, potential conflict, how anxious you are as a human being. I am cool light anxious um so in my mind i needed to craft a plan for how to do this not just the words to say but what this would look like because go back to my deep-seated issues of not wanting to disappoint people um i did not want to be a disappointment i did not want to be the cause of stress or uncertainty or upset man, my therapist would have a field day with that. I know where that comes from. It's, you know, uh, issues from 30 plus years ago. It's fine. Uh, it's just something I have to wrestle with every day and it does impact every interaction I have with people. Um, as do all the things that impact us in life, right? So what I did was I said, okay, I'm going to let this client know um, well before the month is out, I'm going to offer to not only continue the work through a certain amount of time, um, in the contracts I sign with my clients, I always include a two week written notice, um, so that I won't, if I have ongoing work with them that runs through the month, I will let them know two weeks prior usually two weeks before the end of the month, um, that I'm no longer going to be available to work with them. Um, and I, you know, in my contract, I'm like, I'll complete any and all work that we've already, you know, established. I'll send you an invoice on the same basic day, blah, blah, blah. In this case, because I had been with this client as they started the venture, they didn't start the company, but the site we were working on together, I'd been there from idea to today where it's open in in an actual site. I was like, oh, I have developed bits and pieces of the process of how we do things and the communication and my name is on stuff. And so uh, I I need to go do a little bit more. I don't feel right just leaving them in the lurch and going, okay, I'm, I'm outie at the end of the month. So I came up with a plan that, okay, I would let them know well before two weeks. I, I wanted it to be a full month and it ended up being like 
three and a half weeks before the end of the month. I said, okay, here's what I, here's what's on the docket. Here's what you've asked me to do. Here's what I will do. I'm happy to do that through the month of June. Also, I have a name or two in mind of people who could do this if you want me to help you find somebody. Um, Part of the pitch they had made to me about why they wanted to work with me was because of my work in the broader sex blogging community and that I know writers and that I know how to work with writers and they wanted that connection. And I was like, okay, if we can do this so that my ethics are front and center and I'm not doing anything that feels shady, then we, this is fine. Um, And so I had this, I had it mapped out. I agonized over how to send the message. Normally I would have done it in email, but I have a tendency to go to spam. And I was like, this cannot be lost. And I cannot assume that it's been lost. So a lot of our communications were through Skype. It was like, this is still written. If they would, if they would want a formal email for me, I could always send that later, but let me let them know. So I type it out, I type it out. I read through it multiple times. I read it to John Brownstone. I'm like, do I still sound professional? Cause that's the other thing that's important to me is that I'm not firing this person because they're the to- biggest asshole I've ever fucking worked with. It's a, I just can't do this work for you anymore. I've got other things going on that need my time and attention. I want to end this professionally. And I think that when you are in that situation where it's not a, I hate you, fuck you and the horse you rode in on kind of situation, stay as professional as possible. I only burn the bridges that need burning, right? So I go through all that. And I ha- like I said, I'm an anxious human being. I have mapped this out and I have practiced this in my head and I have talked this through myself. I've lost sleep over it. I've talked to my husband until he's like, could you just like stop talking about it and do it if you're gonna do it? Like ad nauseum. If you yourself are not an anxious person, you probably know an anxious person. This probably sounds very familiar. I send it, I send it. And then I immediately go hide from my phone and my laptop or Skype or I don't, I don't want to see the response. I'm not, I, I can't handle it because part of that is my own mental health where I am afraid of disappointing people. And I was afraid of that person's anger and upset and oh no. And they're going to ask a lot of questions and ah, right. So I have another sleepless night and I open up the message when I got it, when it came through, and it was actually fairly quick. It was not that, not that long, but I avoided it and avoided it and avoided it and didn't want to open it. And I was like, oh my God, there's gonna be confrontation. It's gonna be a difficult conversation. I'm not ready for this. Oh, what the response I got was, okay, that's fine. No, you don't even have to work through June. I'll just take it from here. Excuse me, what? Now, that's that's not what I said out loud to that person and someone I typed back to them. It is what I then slid into people's DMs who knew what was going on and went, what the actual fuck? I just agonized for days, really weeks to make the decision, but days to like do this. I even procrastinated when I was really feeling bad about procrastinating because I had it the perfect timeline in my head. I offered all this labor. I would have been paid for my labor, let's be clear, but I offered to do this, to do what was right. And in about two sentences, you just don't, you're good. You don't need me. I can go. So the whole point of that, I guess if there's a lesson learned is uh, you can think you know what the reaction is going to be. You can plan to do, you know, to offer the most, to be the best, to make them the happiest. And you might get a response like that. Uh, (laughs) 
I was, so I was relieved because it was work that I didn't really want to be doing anymore. I didn't have the bandwidth to do anymore. I wasn't putting in as good of an effort as I knew I could have been. Um, and as a perfectionist, like my good enough is probably just fine, but it, there's this side of me that's like, if I'm not going balls to the wall, all in, uh, what the fuck am I doing? And that's where I had gotten to. Um, so I'd been feeling guilty. Uh, and I had, and I think this is another lesson to learn. I had, that person had stroked my ego a bit in, in the conversation about starting this site and why they wanted me to do the job that I was doing. And they had said really kind, wonderful things and it had been very validating and I loved hearing it. And that doesn't mean that those things were untrue, but I internalized it to a level where I overestimated my own importance to both that person and the thing that they're doing, their business, their company, whatever. Um, and that was my mistake. Um, I think, I don't feel like I was manipulated. I think I had a higher sense of my worth for the work that was being done than existed. Um, I'm sure conversation can be had about all of that. I'm not, I'm not really worried about any of that because it's, it's over and done. So I had the immediate relief of, oh good, it was, there was no pushback. And also I don't have to do this anymore. But then I had the, the next one was, wait, what? Excuse me? excuse me, you, you're gonna just do this without me? I didn't have to come up with this plan. Why did I stress over this? Um, and then I did have the immediate, oh shit, that, that means I'm not billing for a full month this month. And so the income that in my mind would decrease potentially for July, because I wouldn't have been doing the work in July, I would have finished through the month of June. Now it's essentially gone. And Overall, the lesson in any of this is that you can plan as much as you want and you will still be surprised. You can do everything that you feel is the right thing and the other person is is gonna be an autonomous individual and do whatever they're gonna do. Um, I still believe that unless you're dealing with just shitty people, shitty companies, shitty ethics, like just stuff you need to disengage with quickly because it's a bad, bad situation. And we're not talking about those, but just your run of the mill. I just don't wanna do this anymore. It's not working out. I've got other things I'll focus on. I think it is best to stay professional. I think it is best to follow whatever contractor agreement you have. If that's a two week written notice, if that's a, we can decide on the last day of the month, however that, that works, there's no single right way follow those terms. And if your work is a service-based business, which when you create content for other people, you are providing a service, um, do, do what you need to do to disengage with a service focus. They may not take you up on it. They may go, no, 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 we're good. Th you know, thank you so much. I really appreciate that, but I don't, I don't need that. Um, that's fine, but you've done what you know and you believe to be the right thing. Why does it matter? Because you don't know who's in their network. You don't know who they know. And they may be sitting at some Zoom call, happy hour bullshit thing in six months. And somebody says, God, I really need a writer. 
oh, I really need a graphic designer. Oh, I need a video editor. And because you've left a good taste in their mouth, <laughs> uh, no pun intended considering the uh, audience and we all deal in sex, but you know what I mean? If you've left them with a, a positive feeling that you are a professional and you you did the best you could and you were professional, professional at all times, there's a better than good chance that they will go, I know somebody, I don't know if they're available. I don't know, I, you know, I can tell you what I paid, but I don't know, here's their name. And because I'm gonna be honest with you, there came a point in my freelance, smutlancer writing life I wasn't looking for jobs anymore. I was getting referrals. People were finding me. Sometimes they found me through my website and they poked around and saw that I was a writer and saw my work for me, work with me page, sure. And sometimes it was, I got your name from. I mean, I even have a person, I think they're still sitting in my inbox waiting for me to reply to an email. Oh Lord, what, what year are we in at this point? Um, June is the longest fucking month ever. Um, that they found me because another client that is actually this client that I said, uh, hi, we're not gonna work together anymore, have, have a nice life. They had recommended me. I didn't know they existed, I didn't know their site existed, I wasn't looking for work. There can come a point in your life, in your career, where that starts to occur. What, when does that happen? I can't, I can't tell you. Um, the more you do your thing, the more public you are about you, how you do your thing, and the more good work you do for the people that you are working with, the higher the chances are of that. Um, because quite frankly, I can now tell you as somebody who has hired people and worked as an editor, and I value people who do what they say they're going to do more than almost anything. You don't have to be the best writer for me to go, I will absolutely commission you to do that thing because I know you're gonna turn it in on time. We've had that conversation, I've ranted in past episodes. So I truly believe in that. So if you are ever in a position where you're like, you know, you're a nice enough person, the work is fine. It's just, I've got other things going on and I wanna go focus on those. I'm gonna disengage here. I'm gonna withdraw my services. I'm gonna tell you I'm no longer available. Stay professional, do what's right. Offer to continue to add value to the service you're providing through the end of that commitment and agreement even if you're like, I really, I really can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for this to be over, right? Because that way, if nothing else, you have a shot at a referral in six months time when maybe you you are open to doing something else. Or, you know, maybe the client wasn't an awful human being that made your life miserable, but you're like, mm, I'd really rather not work with this person. Our values aren't aligning. They're not awful, but leave everybody with a good a good impression leave be the professional even if they're not the professional and i'll tell you this even when you're you're exiting from a shitty client as i've done i think i have a, a blog post i might even have a, an episode in the archive where i had a really bad experience with a client that i thought was decent and i went through the process i gave my two-week written notice and they lost their shit on me and it was awful it was awful i'm not gonna lie that stayed with me through this as well so the whole point is, is you can plan all the fucking day long. You cannot predict how somebody else is going to respond, but be prepared. Meaning the thing that really like jarred me that it never even occurred to me was that the client would go, oh, you know, we can be done now. You don't have to work through the rest of the month. I was like, uh, oh, I'm, gl I'm glad I did not eat, need that money to eat because that would have been a problem. Um, so if you are making those decisions, just be very mindful that you cannot predict how somebody's gonna react. You cannot predict.
predict if they will take you up on your offer or if they'll have a temper tantrum or if they'll go, oh, no, have a good life. Uh, yeah, see ya. Um, I don't think that that person did it out of malice. I think they were really like, ooh, I, you I mean, I wouldn't have to pay Kayla a full amount for this month and I could use that money somewhere else. Like it's like I that's that's my impression of it. Um, so, yeah, it. Then, of course, there's the, the the thing I have to go through, which is I just did all of that in my head and made this a thing in my head. And it was not a thing at all. I could have just calmed down. I could have gotten sleep for the past week. What? And I, that, I would say, is the existence of any anxious person. I don't care what kind of anxiety you have. I don't care whether you've been diagnosed or not. That's just that's just our reality. We build something up really big in our head. We get really worried about it. And then we go through the reality and we go, oh, and it's anticlimactic. Like, oh, it's not that bad. It's fine. I was worried for nothing. Okay, great. Let's move on to the next worry. So that is was part of my my uh, week or so. <laughs> and that was part of those jumbled thoughts. And that was the outcome of those jumbled thoughts. I am about to probably next month do something similar with my very last vanilla client. I'm giving it time just to make sure that I don't think I'm making a massive mistake. Um, I learned something from this experience. So we'll keep my expectations little bit lower. I think I will be less nervous about it. Um, if I go through with it, I may, I may change my mind. Something may happen in life and I go, oh no, that's not, that's not the right move to make right now. I, I think ultimately that's it. When you are building your own career, working your own career, trying, there, there's no rule book, not really. I mean, there's best practices. There's things that, you know, people advise you to do, but you have to make the decisions that are right for you even if, especially if and when other people don't necessarily understand them or agree. We walk through our lives doing that for the most part. I mean, the vast majority of smut lancers are either maybe a part of a marginalized community because of, you know, they're in the LGBTQ community or maybe a person of color or black or whatever. I mean, we already know that we're you know, we're, and then we're dealing with sex. So even just dealing with sex, you could be a white cis het person dealing with sex. And God, let me just raise my hand and go, that's a lot of fucking privilege I walk through life with. But just the fact that I deal in sex means that there could be some estrangement and some weirdness. And I can, I get treated fine. I got family that won't even talk to me because of it. Um, so we know what it's like to kind of walk through life sort of making living by our own rules already because we have to because there are parts of the world at large that don't accept what we do or who we are um and then it's no different on the career side we might handle it a little bit different maybe but the reality is the same we're building something that matters to us we're living a truth for ourselves that other people don't necessarily have to understand and all we can do is be true to who we are. I will always caution on the side of professionalism, put air quotes on that word, because that you get to define that in your own way. But that's all we can do is to make the best decision we can in this moment with the information we have and, and then go from there. And so that's what I'm in the process of doing. And it's making me very, very jumbled. And yeah, so that's what I wanted to talk to you about uh, this week. Like I said, if you like hearing the more personal side that even if you can't it's not a one-to-one relation of what you're currently doing and and it's not even the kind of work but 
if you enjoy that or if you get something from that, let me know. Um, I am seriously maybe considering doing more of that. Um, and yeah, that's it for me this week. Next week, be back with Molly Moore and then other things and then life will keep moving forward. And yeah, there we are. So <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this. Hope you got something out of it. Um, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast. If you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great information at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow the Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. It's at thesmutlancer in all three places. Or follow Eroticon on Twitter or Instagram at eroticonuk, all one word, eroticonuk. For more tips, tricks, and help from your fellow Smut Lancers, join us at patreon.com slash thesmutlancers. Thanks for listening. Let's do this again next week. Mm-hmm.